Hey everybody, this is Glenn and Jessica. You're listening to the Tea Podcast, the show that talks about everyday life, challenges, opportunities, and blessings for people who love some tea. Yeah, let's go. Yo, right, we're live. We're live. You know what? This is this is this is kind of cool because it's just me and you today. Yes. So we got two famous people on the show today. We've been famous. We've been famous. We've been <laughs> famous. As always, welcome back, listeners, to the Tea Podcast. It is Wednesday, the twenty eighth of September, and I'm here with my lovely co-host, Jessica Munoz. You know, yeah, yeah. I almost, I almost goofed your name up on purpose because of the last episode. You called me Glenn Blueberry or something. I, like, <laughs> I said, um, I was like, choose your words. I said, Glenn. Maybe I don't know what I said. Yeah, we we've only been kicking it together for the last couple of years, and, and I forget and, and you name. forget my name. But yeah, no, all good, all good. Jumbled up. Man, this is cool that today I I actually um, didn't have anybody lined up today uh, to come on the show because I wanted to just kind of have some conversation with you today, and and um, I'm excited about today's topic and and seeing where it goes. So what 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 are we talking about? Talk to the listeners today. So today we're going to dive into a little bit of explaining the Hispanic Heritage Month and then a little bit about um, kind words. You know, when we give kind words to people, mm. how much of an impact that creates for, for our lives. Like we just need a little reminder here and there. Yeah, yeah. We know I'm looking at you right now. You know where <laughs> I'm going to go. You, already, you can read my mind. That's what makes this real cool because we're really really connected but yeah before we go into that um can you explain to me you know because the nba and the baseball we were just you mm-hmm. know you know they yeah got the, the d-backs hispanic, yeah the, we were at the d-back game about a week ago mm-hmm. and it says hispanic heritage week or month month yeah month. so like i love that that we're we're paying tribute to, to yeah. that culture but um can you dig a little deeper and let our listeners know what that's all about yeah, it's basically um, similar to other, you know, like Black History Month. We have the Hispanic Heritage Month, celebrating and appreciating the people who paved the way for us. We talk about honoring the Hispanic, Latinx, and Latino identified communities that, you know, made a great impact on our country. We can talk about civil rights leaders like Cesar Chavez or about artists and creatives like Frida Kahlo. Um her her creativity that paved the way for many creators and we have our other leaders like Sonia Sotomayor, Jorge Ramos and a very famous artist by the name of Selena Quintanilla. Selena is now being recognized as, you know, one of the most talented young women as a singer because she was um Mexican and American and all the awards she won and things like that. So I just think it's awesome that kids who are being born into the generations of people who came from Mexico and came here to the United States looking for a bigger dream, they're now able to see that as part of their dream. Like, oh, wow, we do have a legacy. We did make a difference. Look at all these people that we're able to recognize on a national level now versus just kind of talking amongst each other about them. So I think that's that's pretty cool. That's super dope. I mean, I know you could probably give us a little bit of background on 
on you know your family and mm-hmm. how you guys contributed. I think all families of of the Mexican heritage, as well as blacks and other ethnic folks from different um, cultures, have helped develop and create what we call America. Yes. So, like, do you ever have any um, recollection of, uh, as coming up as a young kid, of what your dad did that contributed to not only your his family, but yeah, my society? dad. Um, my dad moved to the United States when he was fourteen. So he came over at first illegally, and then he came back legally. But he became a migrant worker, so he actually worked in the fields for like 10 years of his life. He um, started here in Arizona, would migrate with the workers to California, and they would migrate out east to Ohio and um, Georgia, Pennsylvania, Virginia, kind of all up there. And he was a teen, you know, young adult doing all of this. So I feel like there's a lot of misconception of, um, you know, people come here to, you know, steal jobs and do all of this, but the way you posed your question is, you know, how did he impact not only our family, but a lot more people? Yeah. The food that came to your table back Absolutely. in 1980, 1990s, you know, my dad was picking uh, mushrooms and strawberries and growing a bunch of crops. So I think that our field workers d- deserve, you know, a Hispanic heritage like day. Absolutely. To be recognized for all their hard labor and everything that they did for us. But yeah, I think that, and my dad never really spoke about it much. I don't know if because he was embarrassed or he just, and it just never came up. But we found his um, f- uh, food worker IDs not too long ago. And so he started telling us all of these super stories so about that. So there's some, some history behind mm-hmm. that. Yeah, that's super dope, Jessica. Um, I just, you know, I just think that there's not guys and gals today that were like built like your dad Mm -hmm. i always say like i'm built different i'm built different yeah but your dad was built different like Mm -hmm. coming over here at 14 like laying his life down at 14 like Mm -hmm. how many 14 year olds like if you today if i had a 14 year old son i'm like let's go to the fields and let's let's make a difference let's build america he would look at me like i was crazy yes exactly yeah so i think that's a lot to be proud of Mm -hmm. yeah we might have to have your dad on the tee Oh, he would probably not say much, but, but, but <laughs> he would be welcome to come on. Does he speak pretty good English? He speaks mild English right now. He understands it very well because he's always worked around people who spoke English. Yeah. But I think because of our accent, like my accent comes out most of the time, but he has a thick accent, so I feel like he feels a little embarrassed. Well, he would be you super know? dope. You could translate. He, we could do a, like, I a could bilingual. Totally try. We could do a, a bilingual show. Let's like, he, do that. He can say some stuff. What better Spanish way to celebrate home? Hispanic Heritage Month than go. to incorporate bilingualism? Now, I know a little bit about your family. Mm-hmm. Um, your dad, is he, uh, we, we talk a lot about entre- entrepreneurship mm-hmm. on this show all the time, you know, and I think it's it's about what we are and what mm-hmm. we're trying to create. Doesn't he own his own company or does he work for somebody? But I think he kind of yeah, created he uses his, own his traits. His traits, yeah. Yeah, he uses his skills and his trades. Like, he'll do a lot of um, maintenance, you know, landscaping. He'll go and help out a buddy if they're doing, like, pavement work or anything, like, you know yard stuff but it's funny that you say that because he he has a lot of skill he just never really knew how to like make that something and the other day he told us that he made 
$582 by recycling cans mm -hmm. and plastic, mm. like the bottles and stuff. So he's been doing that for years, and he still does years, it. and he still does it. I think it's more of a hobby now. Yeah. Back yeah. then, it was probably like, it was a need. It's like a resource to make income and stuff, but he was so proud of himself. Yeah. Because he, he did that, and then he did um the golf balls because he works at a golf course. Anytime people, you know, they throw the golf ball into the water, no one wants to go get it. So he would go in there and clean these golf balls and then resell them. So he uses, you know, his entrepreneurship skills for, for many different things. But if I were to ask him, you know, like, what would you want to do? I'm pretty sure eventually he would have said or have thought of creating, like, his own yard maintenance business for sure. Or yeah, like a handyman I, business. I sit back and, and again, I, I, you know, I know you and obviously your sister works for us. Um but I, I, you know, there's ten of you guys, mm -hmm. and, and and I would, I I'd probably, I don't, I don't know, I'm guessing, but I would probably say the older five mm -hmm. have probably a lot of his characteristics and his oh, traits yeah, totally. and his work ethic, mm -hmm. and then the younger five probably, you know, have gotten accustomed to um, an entitlement mentality. Yeah, or just, totally. You know, we're soft now. Like, mm -hmm. we live in a culture where we talked about cutting in line and mm -hmm. not having to work hard. Would I be correct to say yeah, that? Yeah, 100%. You know? yeah. 110%. We just had our siblings trip, and we were talking about that. Yeah. Um, you know, about those qualities and, you know, being respectful towards each other and, like, the, the words that we're going to get into because um, we were talking to one of my brothers, and we were like, you know, my dad showed us respect, even though you it may have been seen as like oh he's yelling at me he's doing this and this but like he respected us mm -hmm. and he taught us hard work mm -hmm. and he taught us all these things like why can't we you know dig a little deeper mm -hmm. and do the same towards others and <clears throat> my older sister was you know she's a very good storyteller so she was telling stories of like oh well, I remember when we didn't have anything to eat and I had to take care of you guys and then I moved down and then you know like that responsibility got passed down and we got into the conversation of well different times different needs mm -hmm. but the character you build in someone or you want to pass on still remains the same right you could still create a hard-working person even if you're you're rich or you have the needs and materials around you you could still create that work ethic yeah you just have to learn how to do it now where do you fall in the chain like this there's, there's 10 of you <clears throat> um i am number three you're number three yeah so, so i i am my oldest sister is 33, and then one is 31, and I'm 28. So you're, you're number three. Mm -hmm. um, who's number four? Where, no, where, my number, number what, Yeah, what age is number four? Yeah, number four, she is 26. Okay. And so. then number five is Edith, and she is 24. Okay, so, so, so your dad had an opportunity to, like, leave... You know, mm -hmm. a legacy for all of his kids, and like, but but the younger ones, they probably don't remember the struggle. Obviously, mm -hmm. what you know, hearing your sister talk about, there was no food in, in the house, yeah. and she had to make meals, and she had to mm -hmm. like kind of like you know make make something out of nothing. Mm -hmm. Do the younger ones even remember that? No, they don't even remember I don't that. think they have any recollection of it whatsoever because we lived in a. I mean, you know, back to celebrating our Hispanic heritage and all mm -hmm. that. Like, we're so proud of my dad because he came here with nothing. And then out of nothing, I think at that time he was getting paid like $5.80. Or minimum was like five twenty-five or something like that. 
So with what he made, he got us a two-bedroom, one-bathroom apartment, and us five lived in it. So once the first, well, the six is the first boy because we're five girls. Once the boy was born, he saved up enough money for a down payment to get the house. Mm. So they grew up in a house with the yard and um, going to, like, a better school. I mean, yeah. they, they, they have more opportunities, more opportunities from, right. like, age two or three. So they, they have very to no recollection of yeah. where we grew up and where we came from. Well, that's cool that you say your sister's a great storyteller because yeah. it is very, very important that, that they know some of that. And even mm -hmm. though they may have not experienced it, that there's someone in the family that mm -hmm. they can still relate to that can pass that on. So before we jump over into traditions mm -hmm. and that the, the uh, Mexican culture that maybe yeah. your family uh, passed it on does. Mm -hmm. and does, uh, let, tell me a little bit more about the trip. I want to know about the trip. <laughs> that was super dope. Whose ideal was that? And how did it go? Like, I mean, that was was there any like traditions that you're gonna start now? Is this yeah. gonna be a yearly thing? It's definitely like, gonna be a tradition. It actually came from Edith. I forgot what we were looking at. Um, I think they were uh, jazzes in the room. I think they were planning a trip or somewhere. And then she goes, "Oh, we should do a siblings trip." And I'm like, "Oh, we should. We totally should." You know, and at least for me, I've seen other people do siblings trip. Like I saw a family in Sedona one year where they did like. Um, the, every time on some on one of the sister's birthday, like they go out. So that kind of gave us the idea and we started talking about that. Um, we decided to go to Utah. So we went to Zion National Park mm -hmm. and then we stayed in Hurricane Utah. So one of my sisters lives in Utah and we kind of met in the middle. Um, I think tradition wise, definitely going somewhere, whether it's out of state or together, but all 10 of us. Like it's crazy to yeah. say that 10 of, you. 10 of us. Um, I bet there was some good food. There was. I'm thinking when you talk about tradition. <laughs> no. Thinking, when you, oh, no, there was no cooks out of ten. No, because guys. because we're all well, all five of us older are married, mm -hmm. and we cook and we clean and we do all of that. And the younger ones are like you said before, they don't yeah, really do absolutely. much. So we're like, we're not gonna, you know, spend our time to do all of this. So we went out. And then we just snacked. Uh, I no, know. We just no snacked way. all day. You just ate like American food. And it's well, we went to River Rock. Highly recommended. River Rock okay. is a cafe slash like um, restaurant. Sits on the Virgin River in Utah. It's really nice. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, we, we did think about like, oh, we should make empanadas and we should make yeah. this and we should make this. There's but we didn't. Because the youngest, you're young. The youngest mm -hmm. is what? 12. 12? I mean, geez, to be able to, like, next year, like, yeah. show her how to make, like, homemade tortillas. Well, she does know, speaking on traditions now. So, yeah, so my, my mom, my mom has always taught us how to make tortillas. So, I can 100% guarantee, um, let you know that. Chick-fil-A just arrived <laughs> on the Tea Podcast. Chick-fil-A <laughs> has just arrived. It's not tortillas, but no, no, it's Chick-fil-A. We're, we're talking about tortillas, and now I'm, you know, and I've, I've had some of your mom's uh, cooking, and it's yeah. fire. Um, but, yeah, I guess I'll settle for Chick-fil-A. Yeah, Anyways. but my mom, she taught us, like, it was like a tradition to be, like, to graduate in tortilla making <laughs> that's a thing <laughs> by age 12 okay so all of us so, sister, so that all so of us sister can make so can make tortillas so here here's the deal this is what we got to do mm -hmm. we got christmas coming up oh yeah and i am always wanting to plant the seed of entrepreneurship mm -hmm. in our youth i'd love for you to hire your sister 
to make, make some something. homemade tortillas. Totally. For our boys. Thanks, Miss Jess. Uh, and she see if she could show do them. That. Yeah. She that, could that, show that, them how that, to make that would, tortillas. That would be really cool. And we could like pair a little bit. And do, mm -hmm. This could be a powerhouse tradition. But totally. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, but that's one of the traditions that, you know, at least my parents have passed down. And then the other one that my mom is starting to like pass down to us. Um, we make pozole and menudo mm. for the holiday season, right? So I, I love just pozole. I just made some yesterday and I you didn't bring you any oh because God. it was my first time and I didn't I you're supposed to put for those of you who do not like pig feet, you're supposed to put pig mm. feet in it and I did not cuz I didn't want it to be so oily. But because I didn't do that, there was like a missing flavor in the pozole. And now I know it's a necessity. So I went over to my mom's and I asked her, hey, what's the recipe for pozole? And she gave me her secret sauce recipe. Can you read my eyes? <laughs> Can you read my eyes right now? Yeah. What are my eyes telling me? I don't know. That I'm very sad. That, that you didn't get pozole. I know. I never Chick bring you. Shout out to Chick-fil-A, though. <clears throat> you could have had pozole for lunch right now. But yeah, I could be eating pozole, but now I'm eating french fries. So. I'll bring you some when it's yeah. good. But it was it was funny because my dad came over and he had a plate and he goes, oh, you salted it very well. And oh, you did the right, you know, measurements. And he goes, but it is missing something, but it's still good. So those traditions of like passing down family recipes is is getting instilled, which I love right now. <sighs> well, I guess I got to get off in my sad kick and, and yeah. transition into our next point. I know. So listen, um, we have here. Gilbert Mexican schools uh, and laws with with that, and I wish my wife was on the show today because I know her parents kind of dealt with some yeah, of that. Yeah, we'll you're, do it. In the educational system, mm -hmm. and I mean, can you kind of like, what was it like back then? We'll do a second episode because I really want to interview them. They have a lot of insight because they're um, Felicia's parents. Remind me their names. Emilio and Connie. Emilio and Connie Yanes. Yanes, and I think they're in the. Gilbert Museum. Museum, yes, downtown Gilbert. Like they're like, they're like famous. Yeah. Like, uh, so, so I want to interview them to ask them those questions because, um, there when when these laws started going into place, um, early, in like the 1950s, 60s, when all the migrant workers started coming, being more present, and you know, all of that. Um. Gilbert has a Mexican school that still exists today that was converted into their administration office now mm -hmm. next to or near the Gilbert Museum. But only Hispanics were able to go to that school here in Gilbert, which is funny because they also had uh, um, a colored. So Mexicans and colored were not mixed either. It was Hispanic, Mexicans only, blacks, and then um, whites. Mm -hmm. And... You know, same thing as, well, similar to colored um, public restrooms and fountains and things like that in this little area that we are, I mean, located in, it's grown into this huge city because it's a town, but it's a city, right? Mm -hmm. How these laws went into effect that, you know, if you were a migrant worker, you had to only go to these certain areas and, yeah. and only be in this education system. And I mean... It was a, a little house that housed like 20, 30, 40 different kids at a time. And there was always new kids because of the seasons. They would rotate throughout um, the area. But I do want to ask them like how their childhood was, what their experiences were being. Yeah. Or if they were in the school. Yeah. 
Because that's, that's something really interesting to me. sit back. You know what the First Amendment states, right? What's the First Amendment? You're the teacher. For the, for the we what the it, people. Yeah, well, well the freedom of speech. Freedom of speech, yeah. Freedom sorry, of speech, constitution. right? So, so um, I, yeah, did I say that wrong? No, 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 you, you said it right. I was thinking of the we the but, people, the constitution. But nevertheless, I always, you know, when, you, when I'm listening to you talk about the laws and, and segregation and how the schools were set up, I sit back and I think about our our founding fathers. They had it. They had it right. Mm -hmm. They had it right. They, you know, that we, you know, we were all created to be able to have express ourselves and have freedom of speech and to mm -hmm. to be equal. And I think there's something in there that that talks about equality, but. I think about what our parents had to go through and what your parents had to go through and I think there's an obligation to have not a day but absolutely we need to have Mexican Heritage Month yeah. Black History Month mm -hmm. because this country was built off in the backs of Latins and just mm -hmm. people of all different cultures and I just think sometimes we just we just don't give it enough just and I'm I'm, I'm glad we have the tea podcast to be educated on it so yeah shout out to Connie Yanez Emilio Yanez mm -hmm. for for like giving my kids an opportunity to go to public school yeah their and, legacy and, yeah, is is being on. carried yeah, through absolutely through dope. that and it's I just want to um, correct myself it was 1927 when the um, school was built. The Gilbert, Gilbert one. Mm -hmm. 1927. Wow. So it existed for quite a while. Wow. And yeah, then they, I know we they, have... They would have a lot of... They would have a lot of... I mean, they, they, they would love to come on the show and talk about Yeah. That. And then, like, um, I know that the... Um, natives to, to, you know, to America, so the Native Americans and things like that, they don't have a month... But they do have what's called Indigenous Peoples Day. Yeah. And that's coming up on Monday, October 10th. Yeah, we we, we got to celebrate it. Yeah. You know, on, on, on our website, we need to make sure that we honor all cultures and mm -hmm. all you being our project manager. Yeah. Make sure that we don't miss that because working with kids, I think we have an obligation mm -hmm. to make sure that they're all They well feel rounded, represented. Yeah, and that they're all represented. And that's what we're going to do at Powerhouse, as long as me and you are in charge, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, shoot. Let's, let's, uh, let's slide into um, um, the other day. I was talking to you, and, and we, were, we were talking, and um, you had sent over something. It was just perfect time. And, like, yeah. you, you know, you gave me some kind words. And... Um, and it made me feel good. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Mm -hmm. You know, so, and we've talked about this on past shows, just it costs nothing to be nice. Exactly. And for whatever reason that day, you were nice. And I really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. And, and I feel like it's sometimes we, you know, we have such a busy week, a busy time that like we don't even reflect. We, oh, well, at least for me, I don't do a very good job of reflecting on one when what went on that day so we had our as as a team we meet um bi-weekly to do you know leadership stuff and mm -hmm. i just commented you know you brought really good points to our meeting that i was like you know what you always say you know i'm not the smartest or i'm not this but you are like you are a great leader and it's good to see like how i think it was one of our previous podcasts where felipe one of our guests mentioned the the fruits, right, and the seeds. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. you know so you this is your fruit this this is what you get to sow now a great company and a great leadership team because of you you've you have helped create this and you are helping mold us into like what we should do and be as leaders so i just thought it was good for me to remind you because i was reflecting on it i'm like dang like you know, I've been with you for what, a year and a half almost, well, almost two years next year in February. But I was like, from Glenn, when I first met you to Glenn now, I'm like, I could say you grew like a lot in your leadership You're experience. You're going to make me cry over here. You're going to make me cry. You are the smartest person. And I, and I mean that, that book wise and just being <clears> all <throat> up on current events. And, 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 and I think what you've done really well is helped me become a better leader. So I'll accept that. Um, but I just think that, like I said, I just, it costs nothing to be nice. And, yeah. and here at Powerhouse, we have to celebrate everybody's victories mm -hmm. and, and not be jealous or envious or whatever the case may be. Because yeah. collectively, together, we can do a lot of good stuff. So yeah. that's, the, you know, but I appreciated that because hearing that from you, sometimes you go into our leadership meetings and we walk out and it's just like, did they even listen to anything I said or, yeah, like or what was the end point? Yeah. Or sometimes I talk yeah. too much and it's like, well, I gave them too much. And so it was really nice. But yeah, I think of the, just having the point of reflection, mm -hmm. like when you're, when you start to think like, dang, like what happened, what was said, what went on and you reflect on it. I think it's always good to stay optimistic and stay positive. Like, Oh, you know, she said this very well, or she presented that very well, whether it was agreed upon or not, we have to recognize the skills, like you said, the yeah. skills that we're using, you know, like maybe, oh, you know, she creates an agenda every single time. Like, I'm good that we have a physical agenda. Yeah. Or it could be, you know, I really like that she disagreed with this because I get to hear her voice more Absolutely. or whatever. So it's pinpointing that little moment of reflection. And then when you sent me, you know, because it goes both ways, like you sent me a picture of Annalisa and um, I'm doing a teaching in one of a special needs school. Oh, man. Tough. Teachers do not deserve, do not get the love and respect yeah. to respect that they deserve because we had, um, the kids were just, I don't know what was going on. There was just a lot of hitting and biting and not that we weren't paying attention. It was just right. a very draining well, day, you know, and it was Tuesday morning. I'm like, oh, it's only Tuesday. I still got to go back on Thursday. And like, it, it was just very weird. So when I got a picture of my daughter back, you know, it made me, again, because I was trying to reflect and think of the positive because a while back I talked about me being so negative. I'm like, I need to change the way I'm doing things. So when that came through, I was like, this is why I do things for my daughter because I want to be that teacher that my daughter deserves. I want to be that teacher that the kids that I'm going to be seeing, like they need the opportunity to have a good person in their lives. So even though it was my own daughter, I saw my daughter and all my future students. Yeah. I'm like, if my daughter, you know, just looking at her, I'm like, oh, if she can do this, this and this, and I'll be, I'll be okay. Yeah. And you didn't, you know, you just sent I, a picture. I, I, I didn't know. But you, <laughs> it you, wasn't. You know what I love? A though? whole paragraph. It's just a picture. We're sitting here and we're just having conversation. And yeah. You know what? And, and to me, sometimes you know, we don't realize we just go so fast. And this is yeah. why I was super excited about the show today. Because listeners, I'm going to tell you right now, surround yourself with a team 
that when you come up with crazy things that you have a vision that they can carry it out. That's that that's one of the things that I love about you, yes, because because if I say something, you'll kind of even if it's crazy, you'll kind of bring it back into context and you'll figure out how to launch it. But that day you were having a rough day. I didn't know it, but yeah, because we have a relationship. This beautiful little girl pops up on like like reminder, and I was mm-hmm. like, I'm scrolling, I don't know, and I was like, oh, she would love this picture, and it yeah. was a blessing to you. Exactly. And I think that so many times we miss an opportunity to bless people mm-hmm. because we're just caught up in ourselves. Yeah. So and Thanksgiving yeah. is coming up, and a lot of you know I'm thankful for has come up, and um, let me pay pay it forward for someone's coffee for the holiday season. And it's important. I mean, what is it? September, and it, you know, we need to be reflective on every moment, and know that just because the holiday season's coming up, it's not. We shouldn't be sending motivational text and all right. of these things because of the holiday season. We got to keep it going. And and if you impact your circle, so if we, mm. you can't do. We we can't we can't. And I'm not asking you listeners to go out and and send everybody in your contact list. Uh, you know, a blessing or some kind words, but mm-hmm. it, but if it if, if it's your Fab Five, yeah, I got my Fab Five, you yes. know, and if I can impact my Fab Five, their Fab Five might get impacted, and yes. and, and 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 their five might get impacted, yeah, and then we've created this ripple effect, and now we're leaving mm-hmm. positivity to the world because so many of us yeah. reflect back on our subconscious minds, mm-hmm. which is always pumping negativity at us exactly so that's why i love and it's not that i'm sitting here trying to butter you up or no, tell no, you how no. much i love you and this and that so we can say kind words to each other yeah, all the time no. but it's like when it's when when that i i'm gonna call it the holy spirit when yeah. it puts on your your heart that hey glenn, glenn needs a kind word today mm-hmm. or jessica needs a kind word don't wait yeah don't wait impact your circle yeah, you have to do it now. Yeah. I, like, I have a friend who, yeah. who just started working and she hadn't worked in a very long time. And I sent her a $10 gift card to Starbucks. To hope. And she goes, you have no idea how. And it's just coffee. It's yeah. just $10. But like you said, that impact that created towards mm-hmm. her, she's like, oh, my God, you have no idea. I've been running around. I had a kid in the ER and this other person's sick. And now my dad has diabetes. Like the whole like avalanche of things. And... I didn't even say anything. I just sent it because you can send it from your phone now. Yeah, yeah. I just sent her ten dollars, and she just replied with the whole two paragraphs of why she's so grateful for. Yeah, and you just made it. You just and, you know, it and there. it's like you said, it's just if you feel it, just say it and do it do now. It. Because if not, then you know, two three weeks later pass by, and you finally get a moment to reflect, and you're like, man, I should have really said something to them, and then it doesn't have not that it doesn't have too much of a meaning anymore, but if you can just take a moment and just do it then i think it goes yeah. way more yeah than so, anything else so i'm gonna call it this i'm gonna say it like this if i could do this for the rest of my life mm. i'm living my best life yeah totally because i don't want to some lady told me i was talking to her today and she was like oh, she's on <laughs> she's actually on me about not drinking so much red wine. She's like, mm. it's been connected to cancer and this and that. And I said, stop. What does I said, I said, stop. <laughs> I'm not allowing my subconscious yeah. to go there. I'm, yeah, hey, true. you know what? I am not going to allow anything negative to creep into my life. Mm-hmm. But this conversation, I'll let be at the forefront of my mind because I want to always be a blessing. I don't want anyone mm-hmm. to ever sit here and say, Glenn didn't impact his fat five. 
Yeah. So I want my Fab Five to be affected and impacted. So Jessica, yeah. you're on my Fab Five list. Well, thank so, you. Appreciate so is that, that all right if I send yeah. you like these little crazy texts once in a while? Totally. Right, cool. I'm let, open to that. Just let Peter know. I'm be yeah. sending you positive affirmations. Um. Yeah, this is super dope. I don't know where else we're going today. Where we're we going? Well, I want to. I want to add about? because you just said impact, right? Yeah. So I heard. Um, where did I hear this? I think I was listening to another podcast, and it it was talking about people can be an impact and people can be an influence, right? So those words that we do say, we want them to impact for good and make a difference in their lives, and not just be of an influence, like you said. I don't want to influence you to to do all these things. I want to impact you to make a difference. And they were talking about this girl who has almost close to a million dollars, a million dollars. I wish she, well, she probably does have a million dollars, <laughs> a million followers on I don't know if it was Instagram or TikTok and she did like a little Comic-Con um convention and she invited these million followers to to it and set up a meet and greet and she was waiting for them. And nobody showed up to meet her. Nobody, not a soul, mm. right? So you said impact. So mm. she thinks she's creating an impact, but she's only influencing people because she gets tons of comments, tons yeah. of likes, yeah. ton, tons of reshares. So when we say these words, are we really creating this impact, you know, for people? And I'm glad you said that because as normally I don't formulate a response when, when you're mm -hmm. talking. I really try to listen to that very end. But the impact that mm -hmm. your dad left on you. Yeah. And, and, and your siblings and mm -hmm. the history and, the, and, and thinking about the, the, the culture, yeah. that hard work, mm -hmm. you know, coming over from Mexico. Like I'm sitting here thinking like, oh, shoot, that's deep. Yeah. Because, yeah, he, he, he influenced you, but. It wasn't only, I think mm -hmm. influence is only for a short time. Mm -hmm. The impact is for the lifetime. Yeah, and that goes the same with legacy and inheritance. Yeah. Right? We, yeah. We're like, oh, I inherited these these um, character traits from my parents. It's No, they left you that legacy. The legacy mm -hmm. is respect and the values. Inheritance is materials. Absolutely. You know, like my dad's like, oh, I'm going to leave my inheritance to the youngest boy of the whole entire family. We're like, oh, well, you know, I'm out because yeah, I don't, I'm done. But anyway, his legacy of hard work and the impact will continue. For, forever. Forever. Ever. Infinity mm -hmm. and beyond. Isn't that what Buzz Lightyear said? Yeah. Like, it will never stop. And I'll, I'll tell you one thing, too. And this is, this is, you know, we've all heard my story, you know, going from CEO to Uber back to CEO. Mm -hmm. Um and I've have I have a few things, you know, but none of it makes me happy. Mm. None of the shoes that I wear, or the clothes that I put on my back, or the nice cars that I have been able to drive, mm -hmm. none of it fulfills me or sustains me for a lifetime. Yeah, you like them. Yeah, they're nice. Yeah, yeah they're things, but it's not something that I hold on to like. Without this, I'm yeah. not gonna be happy. You know what makes me happy is when you sent me that thing. I'm like, dude, that's dope. I got a friend. Yeah. Like, she's super dope. She's got my back. Like, mm -hmm. and I'll remember that. And, and and it spearheaded this conversation on this podcast because yeah. I've had all the nice stuff and I've eaten at the nicest places, mm -hmm. but I always wake up hungry the next morning. And it starts like you said with the words, right? So there's this guy. His name is Charlie Rocket. He has Charlie a Rocket. on Instagram. His name is Charlie Rocket and 
he was uh, a manager of like um, several rap artists, mm -hmm. had a brain tumor, lost a lot of weight, and then started this um, charity work where he goes and makes people's dreams come true. His dream is to make people's dreams come true. Mm, I like so that. he fundraises money for like different individual people, but his words have been impacting a lot of people. So he says, I am on a winning streak. Yeah. And a lot of people are getting that tattooed on themselves or somewhere near them because he takes every single day as a winning streak, regardless. Yeah, what is his name again? Charlie Rocket. Charlie Rocket. That is dope. Yeah. I'm on a winning streak. And he's turning other people's dreams mm -hmm. into reality. So we need to, you know, with our I words. Look him up. I gotta look that dude Yeah, up. with our words that we say right now, we have to think like, yeah. maybe I had a horrible day, but I'm on a winning streak because she sent me these words of affirmation. Absolutely, Jessica. And I want the listeners to hear what you just said. Like, there, we talked about the subconscious is gonna mm -hmm. creep in, but we gotta replace that with, you know, I had a rough day with those two-year-olds, five-year-olds mm -hmm. at school, but I'm on a winning streak. Yeah. I'm on a winning streak. And I'm built for tough times. Yep. You know? Yeah. I mean, what's that saying? Um, tough people. What is it? I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of the, the saying. Tough people are, are built for tough times, or tough times build tough people. Something like that. I think yeah. it's like a tough times. Yeah. Tough times. So going through some adversity mm -hmm. in your life, tough times build tough people. So going through a little bit of adversity, let's not look at it as a bad thing. Exactly. Like I think it talks about in the Bible, like mm -hmm. if we build our foundation on solid ground, mm -hmm. we're not going to like, it's not going to blow away. Like yeah. we should be prepared for tough times. But we will not allow it to shake us. So I'm gonna I'm gonna steal that from Charlie Rocket. Mm -hmm. I'm on a winning streak, and I'm yeah. built for this. So exactly. Yeah, man, Jessica, we 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 talk for about 37 minutes. I hope this is a blessing for someone. I I, I want to rep. I want to send out shout outs to all cultures, all those folks that have migrated to the United States of America and helped build this country. Mm -hmm. um, that we're looking for a better future for their families. I thank God for your father for bringing you and your siblings over here and doing what he did for us um, at an early age. I mean, so dope to have this discussion with you. And uh, as always, I'm going to pass the mic to my lovely co-host, Jessica Munoz, and let her close us out. Thank you for listening, listeners. We're so excited that you've been tuning in every Wednesday for our tea podcast. We will see you on the next one. See you next week. Yeah. Bye. Thanks for sipping the tea with us. Until we meet again, stay blessed.